0: This is the Oanda Podcast. This is the Oanda Market Insights Podcast, talking to Oanda senior market analysts across the world. And today it's Craig Earlham in London. Good afternoon, Craig. How are you doing? I'm really good, mate. How are you? I'm fine. Shall we start with oil? Quite large drops for oil today. What was behind that?
1: So I think there seems to be a few things. There's there's a general narrative that we're kind of seeing in the markets today. Sometimes when we are in these kind of quieter moments, and August can often be a quieter moment, but I feel like we're now also kind of in between the jobs report last week and the Fed the week before and Jackson Hole at the end of the month. So I feel like we're in this interesting void where I feel like narratives are going to start appearing to kind of explain Uh, certain situations in the markets the equity markets are relatively flat today currency markets are relatively flat today but we've seen so much action in the commodity markets uh, and this is where the kind of narrative starts to spill into it the movements in oil, uh, actually, it's been kind of a, th- a week-long move, really, that we've seen in, in oil. It, it, it started to approach those highs, those kind of um, the, those kind of multi-year highs that we saw back in July um, uh, a week or so ago, and since then the momentum's just really turned uh, against it. And uh, today just seems to be another another example of where the momentum's moved against it. And again, it's been attributed to a few things, and I think it is. It, I mean, the the, the things it has been attributed, the narrative is legitimate. We are seeing some rising cases in china and i know they seem like pretty small numbers compared to what we've seen elsewhere but these numbers are rising uh, quite fast and as we've seen with china before the restrictions that are imposed come quite quickly and they can be more severe than other countries would potentially make um, at that moment and what that means is it starts to have an impact on what the uh, how the uh, chinese economy may start to perform over the next few months as they try to come, get to grips with the delta variant and we know that the delta variants far more aggressive than others and that we've seen how rapid it can spread, so it creates this air of uncertainty in the world's second-largest economy, but also the world's largest importer of crude oil. So I think that's why that market's being hit, um, being hit more so than than others. There's also been trade data over the weekend from China, where we saw. Imports and exports both lower uh, lower than expected um, and lower imports is something we've become accustomed to this year with China, although I do believe that imports of crude did actually uh, rise slightly uh, last month. So there's a, a potential positive, but we are just generally seeing uh, less imports of commodities uh, from uh, into China. So that's uh, things like copper, uh, iron ore uh, and crude oil as well. So you wonder whether this is um, this is the, uh, this is kind of the point at which we're going to see slightly lower growth levels, and I think all of these factors and probably others are, are kind of feeding into this negative narrative as far as these commodity
0: markets are concerned. We also saw gold drop quite considerably in value, but it's made a bit of a recovery. So this was uh, this was the open
1: in Asia. Um, now we have to point out that. Throughout any trading day there's always the kind of more illiquid moments and the more liquid moments the most liquid moment of the day is often kind of is often like european afternoon early morning us Uh, you'd see which you tend to see is the most liquid but then the the opening Asia on monday is always very illiquid it's it's obviously the start of the trading week um, uh, and obviously still very few participants as we kind of ease our way into the actual week itself so so often when you kind of see a a big order or a big move appearing here into these illiquid markets you can genuine generally see or often an off see um, uh, an oversized move uh, in that particular market and there wasn't any particular news as far as gold is concerned i think this was a move that was kind of an extension of the friday move we saw that real knockout jobs report on friday we saw strong dollar we saw yields on the ascendancy again in the u.s and this is obviously both bad news for uh, gold and i think we just saw and started seeing an extension of that um, uh, on the open but the problem is these aren't just ordinary illiquid uh, markets in the early asia M- monday session it's also a bank holiday in japan uh, which is obviously a big market and i think that probably played into the illiquid, illiquid hands as well but it also came at a time when gold was trading around a big support level around 1750 it was the support level to be eyed it was the area where where the prices um where the sell-off on friday started to ease so we pushed below here and it seems that maybe just a bunch of stop losses were triggered and given the liquidity in the session then the the price just plunged just effectively literally a lack of buyers just to take uh, just to take the moves and all of a sudden it started to find support around 1680 and when you look back at this 1680 level this um back in uh, back in back earlier this year in kind of March April time this was where the price started to uh, find support from a technical perspective at the time the talk at the time was that this was a big Fibonacci retracement level which we're looking back to kind of 2020 lows to 2020 highs and it was a 61.8 Fib level and that's where it started to run into support so you just wonder whether there was kind of uh, whether the activity there came from kind of uh, early morning traders uh, looking uh, seeing a potential bargain uh, in these gold prices maybe some kind of pre-orders I don't know but given that this is just historically a level it just does seem interesting that that's where this kind of falling knife uh, was caught uh, and over the course, then of the following hours in Asia, we did just start to see prices build back up towards that 1750 level again, which again just feeds further into the theory that this is not really a legitimate move, that this is a move that's been exacerbated by conditions rather than one that's been triggered by anything of substance. But one thing that is clear is that the move below 1750 in itself is clearly, uh, it does seem to be legitimate, just not the, the size of the move that followed, because since rotating back towards that 1750 mark, we have then started to see the sellers come back in at 1750 so we're currently trading at 1728 at the time of recording this podcast so um it, it does seem that with the stronger with the stronger dollar that we have been seeing the higher yields that we see in the expectations for tapering now um in september uh, and the all eyes on the jackson hole that big red circle on the calendar um later on this month it does seem that the um the, the gold is in for a bit of a rough patch
0: what about the week to come we've reached monday evening in the uk what is the standout for you as far as the next few days are concerned
1: so like i say it's 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 a relatively it's a relatively quiet week uh, i i feel like that's kind of gonna be the case really um between uh, over the course of the next few weeks i mean in, in, all, in all reality, a lot of data which we've seen this week is kind of tier two, tier three. The only ones that really stand out is the US CPI on Wednesday, and this stands out for obvious reasons when we're talking about the US economy doing better, the labour market doing better, Fed speak being more hawkish, and inflation in the US being well above target. And the belief being that it's transitory. The inflation that inflation data naturally stands out as a potentially contentious, not as a potentially. Um, uh, potential point of volatility uh for these markets whether it will actually turn out to be that or we're just clutching at straws because it's a quite weak is another thing um i think a lot of hawkishness is now is now quite factored in um and then obviously we've got uk gdp on thursday again it's a a nowhere ordinarily it's a noteworthy point or a noteworthy piece of data but because it is a quiet week that is just one of those that stands out i think the narr- i think really this week is probably going to be following that kind of same narrative about mo- monitoring the the surging number of uh delta cases around the world particularly in china um, uh, and, and seeing what kind of an impact that's going to have on expectations and whether we are just going to see maybe a bit of corrective moves some profit taking whatever um in what is from a data perspective a relatively quiet week
0: and the latest Bitcoin moves uh, are interesting, aren't they?
1: Yeah, they've been rallying over the course of the past week. What what I think is quite interesting with Bitcoin is it turned into a bullish phase uh, uh, just under a month ago. Um, it, the ob- the obvious point when uh, we did, the the um the b-word conference when we did hear the the disclosure from elon musk and since then it's been in a in a pretty strong position it pulled back just as it appeared to be breaking out that kind of forty one thousand dollar level we moved above there and it seemed that we were going to break out uh, and instead price pulled back and we saw some profit taking over uh, four or five days and um and it was it just again it just had this feeling of when is it going to move higher though is this this is some profit taking but it doesn't see it feel very negative when it's going to push higher um and is it going to Pull back 50% of the move? Is he going to pull back 60% of the move? Like, what kind of what are we looking at? And it was 38% of the move. It was one of those fib levels. And then it started to rotate higher uh, a week ago. We've pushed through that $41,000 level and we seem to have rallied quite strongly over the past three or four days. Um, and currently at the point of recording, trading around what $46,000. And it's looking in a pretty um, healthy position the the there is um a lot of conversations going on around taxation and everything in the us right now which i think is probably going to be one something that's going to be uh, watched uh, over the course of this week but it's not doing anything to hold back price it does seem like the the big bitcoin very much has some momentum once again
0: okay craig thanks very much for joining us for the latest we'll speak to you again soon thank you the oanda podcast